Okay. Welcome to the virtual meeting of the Zoning Board of Appeals. Before we begin, if you lose connection at any point during the meeting, you may reconnect by clicking the link or calling the number in your original email. Board members, please use the raise hand feature when you'd like to be recognized to speak, ask questions, or request a roll call vote. The chair will do their best to call on members in the order in which hands are raised. Lowering your hand will take you out of the queue. Members of the public who have registered to speak, the name you entered in Zoom must match the name you entered in registration. You will remain muted until called upon. If you need to share documentation with the board, please send it to the email listed on today's agenda. <clears throat> please do not use your video. If you turn on your video, it will be shut off. Chair, the floor is yours. Thank you. I'll call to order the Zoning Board of Appeals meeting for September 21st, 2023. The time is 5.02. Present tonight are board members, Angela Jenkins, Greg Brown, Sam Fritz, and Ali Bereni. City staff present. Uh, the zoning administrator is not available tonight, so we have Matt Tucker, the director, Nancy Kelso, and Carrie Olson. I'll take a few minutes to explain the procedures we'll follow for you to support or oppose an agenda item and I'll remind you to keep yourself muted when you're not speaking. First, uh, if you haven't done so already, but I see only two guests here and they're both registered, and if anybody else joins, they will need to register as well. We'll follow an agenda item. I will announce each agenda item. Matt will then give a brief introduction to your agenda item, and when your project is called, I will call on you to speak. I'll ask you to state your name for the record, and then you will have three minutes to describe your proposal. We ask that you describe why the variance is necessary and what you have done to minimize the extent of the variance. The board may ask questions, and then I'll ask you to rejoin the audience. Those in the audience in favor of your proposal will be given opportunities to speak, followed by those who oppose, if there are any comments in opposition, you will be given an opportunity to make a rebuttal remark and respond to any additional board questions. Public participation on the agenda item will then close and the board will deliberate and vote. You will hear us discussing the case, but you will not be allowed to comment at that time. Approval requires a majority of the votes. If you have questions after the board's action, please contact Katie Bannon tomorrow morning. Her phone number is 608-266-4569 or email at kbannon at cityofmadison.com. If you're bringing in any information tonight that wasn't part of your submittal packet, we will need a copy for our records. The first item of business on the agenda is approval of the minutes of the August 10th meeting. Is there a motion on that? Angela. Uh, Chair, I yes. move to approve the minutes. However, I do want to note that as I was absent, uh, I will be recused from voting. Thank you. Ali? That a second? That's a second, yeah. All right. Any comments or revisions to the minutes from last month's meeting? Seeing none, is there any objection to recording a unanimous 
vote in favor of approval. We'll adopt the minutes as written. Next item is public comment, which is a time for the public to comment on items that aren't currently on our agenda. Uh, we don't have any registrants for the public comment. Uh, next up is disclosures and recusals. Are there any disclosures or recusals tonight? All right, don't see any. That brings us to our agenda item number two. Uh, Legistar 79720. Mark Kunkel and Peggy Hurley, owners of the property at 1414 Jennifer Street, request a side yard setback variance to construct a building addition on a single family dwelling in Alder District 6. Matt, could you uh, introduce this one to us? Sure. Thank you, Chair, and good evening, uh, Zoning Board and uh, citizens, staff. Uh, this property, 1414 Jennifer, is located in the East Isthmus area. Uh, Jennifer Street is parallel to Williamson Street, uh, heading eastbound, northeast out of town. Uh, in this case, the petitioner is proposing to remove an existing one-story addition that is about 10 feet deep by about 14 feet wide. Uh, it's uh, currently being used, I think, for an office, but um, you know, it's just a finished heated conditioned space. Uh, and they're uh, proposing to replace it with a, a similarly sized addition. It's uh, a little bit deeper, it's 13 feet deeper and a little bit narrower, narrower being about 13 feet wide. And it includes a, a bathroom. Uh, the proposal also involves insetting the addition from the existing location of where the addition sits today and pretty darn close proximity to that side lot line. Uh, Property uh, project is going to provide a 2.2 foot side yard setback. I'm going to do some sharing here. Just a sec. Okay. Okay, if someone could just nod and let me know they see the map when it shows up. All right. So uh, the area in uh, yellow highlight is the area where the addition um, uh, will be placed and is in the, within the setback. So in this case, a 3.3% um, 3.3 foot side yard setback is required. That's 10% of the width of the lot is that side yard setback. Uh, and they're proposing to place the addition at 2.2 feet, uh, which is a 1.1 foot variance. Uh, at its closest point, it's 2.2 uh, feet. It looks like towards the bottom, it might be 2.3, but at its closest point is how we mark. Okay. Um, going to go to the pictures now. Oh boy. All right. Somebody can also give me an ad when this shows up. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, so first picture here is just the the uh, front view of the home from the street. Um, you can see that's uh, along the side here to the neighboring house. It's pretty tight. 
Uh, and this is an, an area looking down that uh, valley between the two homes. This is the side yard setback for uh, both as taken from the front of the home right next to the porch on the front right side. Uh, this photograph shows the existing addition. Uh, you folks can see this, right? Is this one popping up? Sometimes there's a bit of a delay. Um, and uh, this is the, the piece where you can see that you know, where the siding kind of drops down. This is where that addition was constructed many, many years ago. Uh, and the, the, what they're proposing to tear off and rebuild and then inset in um, uh, a little bit further from the side lot line. And then looking from the rear, uh, this is uh, currently where the addition uh, is placed. You can kind of see the there'll be a door here on the plans. They're flip-flopping the door around when they uh, build this uh, creature. You can also kind of see on this slide, it's really good to show kind of how that window sort of drives where the, the roof line needs to be placed to make the, the, the roof slope correctly. And that's why the roof gets kind of flattened a little bit on the slope and the side elevation. Um, and then another picture from further back in the rear yard, just showing proximity with the neighboring properties. Uh, both the the um, the homes on either side are equal to or greater in depth than this will, addition will be um, uh, at, after the after construction. And then here's a side view of it. Like I said, this door is going to go away. It'll be moved to the back, and the addition comes out an additional three feet, and it's going to obviously come over because it's a little bit wider. Another side view, just looking directly at the side of it. Okay. All right. Um, I'll just go back to the building plans if I or the plans really quick. Uh, in the staff uh, reports, uh, you probably reviewed through and saw the recommendation. We did note that. There was some inconsistency in the plans. I believe the revision page was provided for you, but let me see if it was. Uh, it's the rear elevation page uh, that was um, not really correctly shown. Uh, let me get these plans up and I will show it to you. Looks like we fed it into our what's on Legistar. So present this. Okay, once again, if I can just get a nod, great. Uh, so we have the uh, rear elevation, uh, excuse me, um, yes, rear elevation of existing, and we have the side elevation of existing. Uh, uh, this is the driveway side here, um, not the variant side. Uh, here is the variant side uh, existing with the addition uh, this is in a single plane. This line just kind of is just showing the where the line kind of is between the addition and the, I guess, the existing or the pre-existing house before the addition was constructed. Um, and then this is the page that was revised. I, I think it should be uh, available to you folks, but the, this this one, what was originally submitted as proposed, kind of showed it all the way over to the side lot line. It is actually inset a little bit, uh, and I um, so we have that fix. Uh, and then here is the driveway side again, where the door was previously, and you kind of see the slope of the roof is a little bit uh, flatter just because of the increase to length. And then the variant side where you actually do have a corner of a building here and the where the additional will be no windows on that side. 
and then just a couple floor plans, the existing uh, floor plan, and then the proposed floor plan, which shows the uh, reconstructed finished condition space, new door, and a half bath being provided. It looks like the house doesn't have a half bath right now. So, boy, that's a nice addition to have a half bath on the first floor. Um, uh, one important aspect, and I'll see if I can kind of share this, that we wanted to sort of explain to you, and I'm sure the applicant will talk a little bit more about this. Um, this pocket door and this sidewall kind of drives a lot of the aspects of this request. You, this, uh, as you can see, you know, oftentimes we think about things that you can do to fix the 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 kind of connections between buildings to make uh, projects comply with a setback. This door cannot really reasonably be moved without doing something with all of this to inset this in, so the greater side setback could be provided. Uh, you would to comply. You would need to drop this wall. Uh, you know, the new addition somewhere over here. I don't know where you're putting this pocket door. I don't know how you're framing this. I don't know how you're getting this to comply with code. So really, this this is kind of driving the placement of where the side setback needs to be. Uh, last thing I'll add is um, there was a certificate of appropriateness approved for this project, but it was approved with the addition that had a zero setback. Uh, or see a matching setback to the side wall of the building last January uh, or winter, sometime January, February. Uh, the project is going to need to go uh, get some kind of review from landmarks. Perhaps it's a staff level or not, but uh, the project is not consistent with that, but they're going to need to take care of that um, prior to the, the project being approved. But it did have a, uh, a certificate of appropriateness for basically the same addition, uh, the same basic design, just didn't have that inset to the side setback. So, uh, that is all I have for you right now. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. We have two registrants on this item, which are the applicants, Mark Kunkel and Peggy Hurley, of 1414 Jefferson Street, or Jennifer Street, excuse me. Um, I don't know how you'd like to do this, Mark and Peggy. You're each entitled to three minutes if you'd like to use that much time. Uh, and you can go in any order you want. So you're both registered as wishing to speak. How would you like to proceed? I, I can begin if you like. This is Peggy Hurley. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, thank you. Mark, is that okay? Yeah, so you, you'd like to go first, Peggy? Is that what yes, I heard? Yes, please. All right, if you'd state your name for the record, please. Sure, it's Peggy Hurley. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank you so much. Before you get started here, before your time starts, uh, was Matt descriptions of of your application and request accurate? Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. You now have three minutes. Thank you. Thank you very much for this meeting. Um, as Mr. Tucker explained, uh, this is a, a replacement of an existing room in our home. And the reason it was necessary is because the foundation apparently was not dug deep enough so that every winter when the ground freezes, it shifts the room a little bit and it makes the walls crack and it makes the door almost impossible to open in the winter months. So this project became necessary because of those conditions. And I think the main point you wanted me to hit is how we are minimizing the or why the variance is required and it's because as mr tucker explained we are shifting it as much as we can without having to reconfigure windows in our entire kitchen and the farthest we can go in 
is what is indicated on the floor plan. So we, we really can't do the project and be completely compliant with the way the house is designed right now. Um, we have minimized it by pushing it as far close to that pocket door as that you saw pictured as we possibly can. We've extended out a little bit to try to keep the um, square footage as close as possible. And we are adding a half bath, which we do not have another bath in our home. So that will be a nice addition uh, to the property if we can get that approved. Um, we've tried to minimize any uh, um, upheaval of the condition of our neighbor's home or property, and we're not interfering in any way in addition to what's happening right now under current conditions. And in fact, we are minimizing the encroachment as much as we possibly can. Uh, with that, I think I don't have much to add to the materials you already have before you, but I would be happy to answer any questions. Okay, thank you, Peggy. Uh, Mark, you are also registered to speak, so if you'd like to, uh, you're certainly oh. welcome. And you could have three minutes if you'd like, or less. Oh. You whatever okay. you'd like to say all right great my, I, i'm mark kunkel um i'm just getting over covid so i don't have a whole lot to to really add here um everything that peggy said is is what we're trying to do um we did push the back wall out a bit because we were trying to get as much space for potential future use as possible um we have a laundry we have a washer and dryer in the basement the steps to the basement are pretty narrow. So we were thinking that since we want to stay in this house as long as possible, I just retired. <laughs> um, we like to be here as long as possible. It might become necessary in the future to move the washer and dryer to the back room. So we were, um, that, that I think kind of explains why we wanted to have, we're trying to get as much room back here as, 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 as we think we might need for future use. Um, other than that, I think Peggy said it all, the application said it all, and um, I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. Uh, questions for either of our applicants? I see thinking going on, but no hands raised. Your application did pretty clearly identify the needs here and the rationale. They did nice presentation that way. One more time, any questions for the applicants? All right. Seeing none, is there a motion? Greg. I'd move to approve the variance. Thank you. Is there a second? Sam, thank you. All right, well, discuss the uh, requirements here, the standards. Uh, standard one, there are conditions unique to the property of the applicant that do not apply generally to other properties in the district. 
Sam. Yeah, I can take this. So um, I think it's, you know, it's been pretty well documented, but um, the location of that pocket door um, seems fairly unique, uh, as well as the appliances in the kitchen there. Um, the existing location of the um, addition, um, specifically having a setback of less than a foot currently, um, seems relevant. And um, yeah, the, the need to kind of minimize the amount of uh, reconstruction that's done in order to um, update this um, existing addition without having to, you know, move appliances and things like that seem unique to this property. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Ali. Uh, I, I think Sam hit the major points there. Um, it's a narrow lot at only 33 feet wide. And I think that's also um, causing some of this uh, need for variance. And clearly the existing house is really very close to the lot line. So this addition would seem to improve upon that. Thank you for that. Seeing no other hands, we'll move on to standard two. The variance is not contrary to the spirit, purpose, and intent of the regulations in the zoning district and is not contrary to the public interest. Craig. Uh, like Ali just said, uh, we're actually improving upon the existing conditions. So uh, it's definitely doesn't seem to be uh, contrary to the the spirit of it. Thank you. Sam? Yeah, just to add on to that, it looks like the um, the purpose of this um, zoning is to kind of uh, contain the the building within the kind of envelope of, uh, of similar, similar portions of the building. And here, um, beyond just um, containing within in the envelope, we're actually kind of shrinking it compared to what it used to be. Um, moreover, it's, um, the existing buildings in the area seem to have uh, uh, similar kind of deviations from the, uh, from the existing zoning. Yes, the proposal would actually increase the setback along the, this portion of the building, which we can see from the photos is quite narrow between the two structures. Anyone else on standard two? Standard three, for an area of variance, compliance with the strict letter of the ordinance would unreasonably prevent use of the property for a permitted purpose or would render compliance with the ordinance unnecessarily burdensome. Ali. Well, um... While it's clear that they could put this addition, um, they, they could comply with the ordinance uh, and still have an addition. I think the pocket door is, um, and moving the pocket door and reconfiguring the kitchen, it seems like a bridge, a bridge too far um, and unnecessarily burdensome to me. Thank you. 
anyone have anything to add on standard three? We'll move on to standard four. The alleged difficulty or hardship is created by terms of the ordinance rather than by a person who has a present interest in the property. Call it. Um, it's uh, they clearly have to rebuild this addition um, because of the foundation issues. Uh, and so um, the ordinance would not allow them to rebuild the addition in the same place. Um, and again, I just keep coming back to, and they're improving it. They're making it better. So, Thank you. Anyone like to add anything on standard four? Move on to standard five. The proposed variance shall not create substantial detriment to adjacent property. Angela. Um, I, I think that the applicants have you know, done a, a really nice job in minimizing its impact. In fact, um, the, the, the proposal before us is less than the existing structure, which is an improvement um, over what is there currently. It's less into the setback. Is what it's less into the setback. And I right. think it creates more separation between the property. So it is minimizing the impact overall. Thank you. Anyone else on standard five? We'll move on to standard six. The proposed variance shall be compatible with the character of the immediate neighborhood. Yeah. Well, I think uh, because this is going to have to go before, um, what is that, the not historical landmarks? I don't know what it is. That's that. Um, I think they're going to be the final arbiters about the character. Um, the addition, I would say, doesn't really match the character of the addition of the neighborhood as it is. Uh, hopefully, it'll actually um, it'll be a little bit of an upgrade but I think that ultimately will be the decision of the historical um, people. All right, and as we heard, they did have a chance to look at it before it was inset, so there's not a big change in the actual visual, certainly not from the street. Anything else on standard six? Any other discussion on this? request. Seeing none, there is a motion on the floor to approve the request for a variance for 1414 Jennifer Street. Is there any objection to recording a unanimous vote for approval on this item? Seeing none, 
The motion passes on a unanimous vote. And we will move on to our next agenda item under discussions, uh, communications and announcements. Uh, well, as far as next month's meeting, today's the submission deadline and I haven't seen anything new come in. I will check in with Katie when she's back in the office um, and then send out official notice of I need quorum or if we cancel. So I'll keep you posted. Okay. Thank you. Any other news for the good of them membership here? If not, is there a motion to adjourn? Sam with the motion, Craig with the second. Any objections? You won't get the floor. Record time, folks. Thanks in part to the applicants and their presentation. So we'll see you at a future meeting. Have a good evening, all. Thank you. Bye, everyone.